Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Will in studio this afternoon. Now, don't forget, today is a good day to plan your very own one-of-a-kind Mississippi vacation, and you can do that over at visitmississippi.org. Now, May is Huntington's Disease Awareness Month, and you might remember we all celebrated the fact that UMMC has been accepted as a center of excellence for Huntington disease here in Mississippi, which is a huge thing for the HD community in our state. But today, we're going to turn our attention to an organization that is trying to help the family as well as raise some support and awareness. So joining us today is Miss Katie. She is the CEO and president of Help for HD. So welcome, Katie. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I'm excited to have you and keep sort of spreading that awareness about Huntington's disease when you hear that maybe, you know, there's an estimated 30,000 Americans who have Huntington's disease or maybe are at risk for it. That's a staggering number. So first, I always like to start with a little brief description of Huntington's disease. So, Katie, how would you normally jump in and describe it? Um, so I'm, I'm going to apologize because I'm actually in Disneyland, California right now. So if you hear any background noise, I'm so sorry. No um, big deal. So We're just jealous. No, I, I, you know, no one's here. It's very interesting. It's almost spooky. But um, Huntington's disease is a neurodegenerative uh, disease, and it is terminal. And um, so it is genetic. So each person who's born to someone with Huntington's disease has a 50% chance of inheriting uh, their parents' same fate. As of right now, there is no treatments or therapies for Huntington's disease that help slow the progression. Um, There are some uh, treatments for the symptoms of Huntington's disease, but um, as of right now, if you get diagnosed, there's really nothing anyone can do for you. Uh, They experience movement um, called chorea, which is an involuntary movement, psychiatric behaviors, depression, anxiety, and then they also... um, have cognitive impairment uh so it's it's kind of a lot for families as you can imagine um not only having to deal with these these very horrible life-changing um uh symptoms but also knowing that your children have a 50 percent chance of going uh, through the same thing so and katie uh, on on the website uh for help for huntington's Mm -hmm. i saw a word that i'd never heard before and that was juvenile huntington's so I think when, you know, even those of us who feel like maybe we are getting more educated around the disease of Huntington's, you think of it more as a middle age um, diagnosis or the symptoms sort of come on, I guess, in like your 30s or maybe even your 40s or, or later on. But what what is juvenile Huntington's? Because that that really sounds like a bad diagnosis. Sure. Yeah. So um so juvenile, the pediatric form of Huntington's disease is, is horrendous. And I remember learning about my husband passed away two years ago from Huntington's disease 
and he had a very high CAG. Um, and so the higher the CAG, typically earlier the onset of disease. And I remember reading and Googling and finding there was a pediatric form. And knowing my husband had a very high CAG, I, I was terrified for my three children that were now at risk. Um, so juvenile Huntington's disease is if you start symptoms before the age of 21 and your CAG is over uh, a count of 60. So um, as you can imagine, Huntington's disease is often referred to as the worst disease known to mankind. And to see a young child have Huntington's disease um, is, is just this, uh, it's, it's horrible. And the, they're incredibly underserved, and these families have to navigate all on their own. Um, there's no real true expert care for juvenile Huntington's. Of course, we have expert, amazing doctors for Huntington's that take on juvenile and pediatric cases and, and try their very best and do an amazing job. But... Um, it's, it's incredibly underserved, and we find that experts in juvenile Huntington's are, are truly the parents living it, and um, they are the best at navigating and helping each other through the process um, because they are really the only experts out there in juvenile Huntington's disease besides the University of Iowa. We have one place, but... Well, Katie, I'm, um, very so, I'm sorry to hear about your husband's loss to Huntington's disease, but I know that that's a, it's a tight-knit community once you get into it of Huntington's disease and family members and families who are going through it. Um, so I know that it, it's, you know, there are those out there that completely understand. But had you heard of Huntington's before your husband's diagnosis? Had you ever uh, been aware that maybe, you know, this was in his um, in his genes or was it a total shock for your family? It was a total shock for our family. Um, my husband was estranged from his biological father, and he hadn't seen his father since he was six years old. So we actually found out from a call from a mortuary um, saying that he was next to kin, and he had to sign papers for his father, his biological father, to be cremated. And that's when we found out he died from something called Huntington's disease. And so it was it was a shock. And no, I, I had never heard of Huntington's disease uh, before I, I think in uh, the salon I work at when I used to do hair before I did nonprofit work, um, I heard a, a family member actually say the word Huntington's disease. And uh, interesting, when my husband was diagnosed, I found that um, late, the client that used to come in the salon and I said, oh, my gosh, you know, my husband was just diagnosed with I think something your husband may have. And she ended up being the president of the HDSA organization in California, uh, Northern California. So she was a huge connection for me. But. Besides that, no, I had never heard of it before. Is that one of the reasons why you hit the ground running in terms of advocacy, advocacy, or getting out there and trying to raise awareness um, with help for HD? Yes, absolutely. And it it just it kind of gave me a a little bit of power in a power a powerless situation. Um, I knew my husband was going to pass away. I knew he was going to live a horrible, uh, have to endure a horrible uh, way to pass away. And I thought what I could do with him side by side is fight for, for him and also for our children. So um, I started, Help for HD International was founded in 2010, um, but I, uh, I didn't start working um, and I didn't take over leadership until uh, 2017. So. so what's the overall mission for Help for um, HD, which is Huntington Disease? May is the awareness month mm-hmm. for it, because I feel like, you know, there needs to be more conversation around it. Is, is it more people finding out whether it's in their bloodline or just getting the word out for more research? Or, I mean, there's it feels like, the, you know, on all the different levels, but like what's kind of that main mission for for the awareness piece? 
Yeah, so our mission at, at Health Race International is education. So we are our, our mission statement is to educate the world about Huntington's disease because you're absolutely right. Without uh, people understanding and knowing the disease, we're going to have a really hard time finding researchers looking into the disease and becoming interested in looking for therapies and treatments for Huntington's disease, as well as clinical care. Um, so it is true that we have to have a better awareness. We are a rare uh, disease. We are considered rare disease, although we haven't had a prevalence study in so long. Um, there is thought to be 250,000 um, Americans at risk for Huntington's disease. So that is, that's a big number, and we, need, uh, we definitely need more awareness um, out there so we can further uh, you know, research. But also, um, I think the big thing is an understanding. Because people with Huntington's disease appear to be intoxicated or drunk, um, a lot of times they're targeted by law enforcement. Um, a lot of times they are targeted by the general population. Um, my husband uh, was actually a sheriff. He was a, a, a police officer. And he, we were asked when he was at like kind of mid-stage disease, no longer working, we were asked to, when we were on a cruise, we were asked to go back to our room because he was an embarrassment because he was drunk in public. And my husband didn't drink. And this was in front of our three children. Uh, the so- my kid's soccer game, we looked across and parents were mimicking his involuntary movement in front of my children, um, thinking my husband was drunk. And so the lack of awareness by the general public and the lack of empathy is very hard on families. So the more we can get out there and let Huntington's disease be known, the more that we will hopefully get more of a um, empathy for, from the general public and an understanding that they are not on drugs and they are not intoxicated and everything that happens to them is is involuntary. Well, I too, I think on their control. Yeah, and I think that also just hopefully raises the awareness here on Good Things Today for families to have those conversations with their kids. It makes me sad to think that adults would put, sort of play into making fun of anyone, even if a parent did show up to the sidelines, you know, intoxicated. Then they too are hurting with an illness that they obviously can't control sure. if they choose to do that at their child's um, at, yeah. on the sidelines of their child's game. Um, to have that conversation that you know you never know what's going on necessarily behind closed doors, and that you know we should we should be more uh, kind and caring to sort of figure it out and see how we can help. And I know you're also helping just those families who are still living with someone uh, with Huntington's disease. You mentioned your husband, and it feels like everyone I know, it's the husband. So I'm curious if if females can get Huntington's disease. And I've got a few more questions for you. Can you stick with us, Katie? I hate to take your time away from Mickey, but can you hang on? No. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, we got a little bit more with Katie with Help for HD coming up next here on Good Things. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 70% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 77. Tonight, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, low around 61. For Tuesday, an 80% chance of showers, high near 73. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms likely, 60% chance, mostly cloudy, high near 68. 
This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at nodripms.com. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call two men in a truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomenandatruck.com. Here's Uncle Cy. What's the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life? Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war. We run into a herd of oriental cockroaches, and they all weighed about 30 pounds. We actually had a firefight with them for about two hours. They were trying to overrun us. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The name to trust for over 65 years, at Havard Pest Control, the difference is at Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pests and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band, Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Good Things. Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to go eat, stay, or play. So why don't you take some time today and go over to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. We're exploring more about Huntington's disease. May is Huntington Disease Awareness Month. And joining us on the line still is Miss Katie. She is the CEO president of Help4HD. And she lost her husband to the disease. And it's now set to just help educate and advocate for those still suffering with the disease. Or I guess in future families as well. So I, I left talking about the fact that usually when you hear about um, those that suffer with Huntington's disease, Katie, you usually hear about men or husbands. Um, can females get the disease too? Yes, absolutely. I always say Huntington's does not discriminate. 
you know, we know we have families with every race living with Huntington's. It's not sexist. Male or female can get it. And, of course, as we talked about, children can get it. We had, I know one child that started having seizures from Huntington's at 18 months old. And I know a man that died in his late 80s. So, yes, women absolutely can get it. How prevalent is maybe the testing for it when you first get those signs or symptoms, which I think uh, many would say starts with maybe like Parkinson's-like um, with the tremors or maybe the dropping of the things or just having those involuntary movements, as you mentioned, that can be perceived as, as being intoxicated but not. Would do do physicians know to jump in and sort of ask those questions about Huntington disease, or does sometimes it take too long before they nail down what's going on with a family member? Yeah, so typically it's interesting. The testing is is a big is a big deal. Obviously, getting tested for Huntington's. And majority, if you just go to your care, uh, your your regular care general practice doctor, they won't experience. They probably have never experienced someone coming in with Huntington's. As you guys said in the beginning, you guys have a great center of excellence there, which is awesome. Um, they are they're they're kind of hard to find sometimes, so it's great you guys have one in your area. Um, and there is a lot of like genetic counseling that goes into the testing process, which is really good to get you prepared to get a diagnosis like um, Huntington's disease. But a lot of times there is a family history, so they've thought about getting tested their whole life. Um, if there is no family history of something, um, yes, it is obviously harder for these families to go through the process of testing. Um, but, yeah, typically a doctor wouldn't look at it right away and say, oh, it's Huntington's disease if they have no family um, history of their knowledge. There is a family history. They just don't know about it. Um, then it would probably, they would probably get misdiagnosed for, for quite a while. Well, that was going to be my next question is usually if there is a family history, you would think that um, someone close to you, whether it's your mother or a grandparent or an uncle or an aunt, may have had, um, you know, had the disease. But can it go generations without flaring up? I know we we may be getting into the weeds of where maybe that's not your expertise, uh, Katie. I completely understand. So you can divert us if needed. But, you know, I think these are just a lot of the questions that when you when you start to raise awareness about Huntington's disease and the fact that it is a pretty gnarly one to get people start to have concerns and questions about the safety of, you know, their own family. Sure, of course. Yeah, no, family, it does not skip generations. So if your parent has Huntington's disease, you have a 50% chance. If they do not, you do not. So, you know, we do have a high adoption rate in Huntington's because Huntington's does bring emotional, physical, and, of course, financial devastation to families. So we do have a a pretty high rate of, of adoption, um, and uh, children getting taken away by social services and ending up in the system. So uh, there, there's that maybe why you wouldn't know about a family history. Um, there's also been misdiagnosis of Parkinson's disease when really it wasn't Parkinson's. Ever since 1993, now that we have the genetic test and the blood test, um, it's easier to diagnose Huntington's, obviously, with a blood draw where before it was it was a little bit harder. So, Well, we're talking a lot, too, about the families because this isn't just a singular, you know, disease. You have one person with a diagnosis of Huntington's, but yet, you know, it takes the whole village of the family to help care for that individual as they move through the stages of the disease. Nathan and Heather Thurgood is uh, family members here at Super Talk, but also big advocates in Mississippi for awareness around Huntington's. Nathan would be the one in their family uh, that suffers from the disease. They were recently on your... Um, help for HD TV, I guess you would call it, on your YouTube channel, where you just sort of bring in families and connect them and just, I mean, shared experiences and talk about, um, you know, helping each other. How much is it 
support needed for just the caregiver themselves in the realm of Huntington's? Yeah, you know, the caregiver burden is such a huge, huge thing, right? Um, any disease when you're, you're a caregiver, it's, it's hard, but Huntington's is a very long, you know, it's a very long journey, and these caregivers, um, you know, what they give up and what they do for their loved ones, and their loved ones are, you know, we've always had this, their loved ones feel like they're a burden. They're never a burden. We love them, and we would do this a million times over again. But it is a 24-hour job. And uh, Heather is an amazing advocate. Um, it's, she supports families actually all over the nation. If you watch her on, like, social media platforms and stuff, she is a huge support for families. Um, so, of course, we had her and Nathan uh, on the show. But, yeah, I think caregiver support is, is really, really needed and respite. And so we really talk about that on Help for HD um, TV and our radio show about how important it is to take care of yourself well, we know that that's really hard to do, but it is truly important because without a caregiver, where will the loved, the patient and the loved one be? Because um, they 100% depend on the caregiver. Oh, absolutely. And and watching your episode with Nathan and Heather, which I linked it to our Super Talk uh, Facebook page, if someone uh, listening would like to go and just maybe you know, hear from a family what it's like, because it can feel very, you know, hopeless as those of us who maybe don't have people in our family or connected to the disease on how to help maybe friends who are struggling with that, because it's it's a completely different animal once you start sort of learning with it, learning that, you know, it's down to just the, the tools needed to eat or to just do, do about in your daily activities to, you know, the different things that just sort of start to slowly go away and transition in terms of how the person dealing with it does their daily activities, as I mentioned. So how can we, listening to good things, Katie, um, help support families who do have someone with Huntington's disease? Because, again, it feels very hopeless in how do you help? Yeah, so I think the the website has an amazing, uh, it has so many resources on it. So if anyone's listening to this and they are an HD family, uh, please come to our website, and we have so many services we offer, and we would love to get to know you and see if we can help in any way as far as resources um, or anything you need. Um, for the families that aren't affected by HD, I think that knowledge is just so powerful in the world we live in, and just to understand what people are going through. I love what you said about, you know, the person that may have been may have been intoxicated at the soccer game. You just don't know, and to look at the world through different eyes, I think, is so important, and so getting to know about Huntington's disease and learning about it. And then that way, if you see someone and they're going, they're having a hard time, maybe they, maybe you know now they have HD and, and you just smile because a smile is, says a million words opposed to a stare and a shake ahead, right? Well, yeah, um, absolutely. It takes the burden off the caregiver. And I was yeah. going to say, too, if you know someone who is caring for a loved one with um, HD, maybe they're in your work circle or your church circle, and, you know, now you've heard this um, awareness here, this awareness piece here on good things, you know, offer to bring them a meal or to ask her if you can run an errand or, you know, just think of ways that maybe you can help lighten the load or one more, take one more task off or just let them know that, you know, that you, you are there if they need a break or whatever that necessarily may be because you know just listening to Heather's story and she shared it openly with with you on your help for HD TV I mean she's a caregiver for Nathan she's works full-time for super talk actually and she's a mom and she also has an ailing mother and so you just want to give her a big hug um, when you yeah. when you hear about what's going on behind someone's smile even if they show up at the at the office and do their job well they you never know what you know what someone may be juggling 
struggling, again, behind the closed doors. And so just having a little bit more compassion, I think, is probably always a good thing, too. Yes, I agree. And, you know, and I think the one thing I could say about the Huntington's disease community and the caregivers are they are the most resilient people walking this planet. And I think you see that in Heather, you know, what she deals with. And she comes to work, like you said, and she smiles and she keeps plugging on like we all do. Is we are, we're resilient because we have no other choice but to be for our loved ones and for our children. Um, but, yes, yeah, you are so correct that, that just sometimes bringing over, you know, a, a caregiver typically is not going to ask for anything because they are so strong and they are so resilient. And sometimes just showing up with that lasagna or with that lawnmower and say, I'm going to mow that front lawn for you is like it just is amazing how much stress that takes off. Amen to that. I can totally agree. And those are the small things that I think we can all do to help pay the part, uh, help, help in the relieving of some of the load that those caregivers and their families have to do. I don't want to take you away from, um, your Mickey experience any longer. I know you and your family are probably super excited to get there and, and have a fun day. So I totally appreciate your time here on Good Things Though. Where can we go again to get all the information for help for HD? Yeah, please go. It's www.helpforhd.org. And like I said, there's tons of resources. And thank you so much for taking the time and, and learning about Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's today. And May is HD Awareness Month. So if you know any families, reach out and um, we'll all try to do the best we can to bring more awareness to this this, um, this horrible disease. Well, if you see Tinkerbell, give her away for me. She's my favorite. <laughs> I will. Thank you so much for having me. All righty. You guys stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next here on Good Things. I'm Dr. Michael Walker, founding physician at New Care MD. We provide concierge medicine that everyone can afford. We do this by eliminating middlemen and restoring focus on the patient-physician relationship. For a low monthly fee, less than the average cost of a cell phone, you get access to unlimited clinic visits, wholesale medications and labs, and even telehealth. It doesn't take an act of Congress to get affordable health care. Learn more about health care the way it should be at NewCareMD.com. Mississippi Braves baseball is back and offers an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single game tickets start at $5 and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com. Take in the excitement of the return of Embraves Baseball this season with one of our Flex Ticket packages. Flex Tickets are the perfect solution for your busy schedule, giving you flexibility on which games you attend. Plus, offer discounts from our day of game pricing. Flex Tickets come in 4 to 35 game bundles and start at just $55. Guarantee your seat to our biggest nights of the season with a Flex Ticket package from the Mississippi Braves. To get yours, call 888-BRAVES-4. Or for more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Let's play. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. No drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable. You never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. We absolutely need Medicaid expansion. Senator David Blunt says he'd prefer the legislature make it happen. But as we saw with medical marijuana, when the legislature doesn't do what an overwhelming majority of the people want, they've got no recourse but to go to the initiative process. And so the Hospital Association is doing that. I support that effort. I'm going to sign the petition because we need Medicaid expansion in Mississippi. Termites are a homeowner's nightmare, but this time of year, Formosan termite swarms can be spotted in southern parts of our state. This subterranean termite has spread to 25 counties since it was first detected in 1984. They nest and forage in the soil, but if they find a source of moisture above ground, they can become independent from their colony. Thankfully, their swarming season is short and the majority will stay outside. They are highly attracted to light, so if you keep your exterior lights off, you might just avoid getting bugged out. I'm Kelly Bennett. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Wake up with Gallo. Go to bed with Bongino. It's kind of like the radio version of a panino. Yeah, that's right, a panino. A radio panino with all sorts of good and gooey Mississippi ingredients right in the middle. Deliciously addictive. Paul Gallo, mornings at 6, and Dan Bongino, late nights at 11. The perfect way to start and end your day. 
on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. is fast approaching, so make sure you plan a Mississippi adventure. Go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. And don't forget, there is a ton of content uploaded every day on the Super Talk Mississippi's YouTube channel. So if you're into the YouTubes, just go there and search Super Talk Mississippi. And, or you can go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube if you like. Subscribe, but then also hit the little bell button, and then you will get updates every time we add a new interview or content to our YouTube channel. So it's a great way to go back and just catch those interviews or guests that you hate, that you missed, or you wanted to see one more time. And I'd love to have one more day after Mother's Day. I would like to speak to the manager, Will, who ever thought that Sundays were the best days for specific holidays, like Mother's Day, um, Father's Day. What are the other ones that just come in on a Sunday? I'm like, why not do them on Saturday, because you want to have a day after the day to recuperate from the day. But are you you celebrating that much on Mother's Day and Father's Day? When you have 20 plus people who come to your house to eat, yes, you need an entire day to recover, even if you're not the one who did the cooking, because we had uh, the pleasure or the privilege of my husband frying fish and mushrooms and pickles and all the trimmings yesterday. So he did all the grunt work, but still, you have a house full of 20-plus people. You just feel like you need a day after that to sort of recoup and recover. Yeah. No, I really don't sympathize oh, with you I would much all. rather, that, you know, wait till you're a father. Mm-hmm. And you have that Father's Day shindig on a Sunday. All day mimosas, and then you have to get up and go to work well. on a Monday. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, when you become a father, your one-day children will will create you the best happies for said holidays. Those are the ones you look forward to the most. It's those handmade either cards or pots with plants in them or just the craftiness that our daycares and our churches. Gluing macaroni to paper plates. And you will never get rid of it. It's better (laughs) than a Picasso you could ever put into your art collection. It's those things that you cherish and you love the most. And if you follow me at all on social media, then you will see that we have quite full artists on our hands in our house. And so you are going to have to go look for it because it's really hard to explain. But if you saw, you saw. But we've all had those children that have made us a creation, whether it's a drawing of ourselves or just an interpretation of their feelings where when you look at it, you may not see the same vision that they had uh, for it in the first place. In fact, this will be a good prompt for you to go check out the Good Things Facebook group. I'll make sure that I post it there. And you can just tell me what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you see the lovely card that my uh, my daughter drew for me on Mother's Day, which let me just go ahead and set the stage. She fully believes and in- intended for them to be balloons. And we'll leave it at that. How <laughs> How balloons swim or, or blow sideways, I guess, in the 
and the winds and the high rains that maybe we've had here in Mississippi, they they tend to do that. But you asked me what my I'm not going to give it away, but you asked me what my opinion was, and I didn't. You didn't hesitate. I didn't hesitate. I told you what I thought it was. Neither did I. In fact, the first thing I said when I was going through the nice little booklet was, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what are those?" And she said, "Balloons. Beautiful, babe." <laughs> Beautiful balloons. This will forever. This mommy will cherish this forever. We she will show everybody at your expense, and this will probably be in that in that little packet that makes it to your graduation day, and then makes it to your wedding, and then when you have children, I will always pull this one back out and be like, "You remember when you gave this to mom for for Mother's Day?" Um, yeah. So also on the Good Things Facebook group, though, you can find our little conversation for today or, or, or the conversation we've gotten started because it's become increasingly aware, at least in our house, that there is a separation of things. We have very specific his and hers of the same thing. Like in our home, we have his and hers peanut butter, his and her bread, his and her milk, um, his and her uh coffee his and her cereal but then once you add children to it you also have a mine and theirs when it comes to buying steaks or any kind of like good food it's like ours and then theirs we get the ribeye or the fillets then not so much and on and on and what's neat is there's some similarities in almost every household on what the separation of like that's mine don't touch it or I like a different kind, you can keep yours. Or from our respect, when if you're thinking about why in the world, Rebecca, are you buying his and her peanut butter? Because I like the bougie peanut butter that has a little bit of the heart-healthy oils in it. And my husband don't give a flip about the, the health <laughs> benefits and what it costs me to buy the bougie <laughs> peanut butter. And so he doesn't use it with the, with the appreciation for portion control. And so I buy him his peanut butter and I have my peanut butter. That way I use it the way I feel like it should be respected and used. And then he can just slap it on and slather it, whatever he wants to do with it and eat it down really quickly. And I am less angry to replace it. So in your household, Will, I know you don't have children yet, but do you have his and her items oh, specifically yeah. between you and your wife? Shampoo, obviously. It's but is that, is that a her saying you have to have a his, or is that a you saying you have to have a hers? Because there's there is there's that separation there. Which, she doesn't want to use my crap. So see, so usually when it's shampoo, I know people were talking about like deodorant, bath, all the things. Usually it's the woman who is like, again, you do not appreciate the fact that I need color treated. Or yeah. shampoo for color-treated hair. Do you know how expensive that stuff is compared to my soap, what you, you can, can get? use it for my hair, my face, my body. You can wash the car with it if you so choose. Uh, I've used it to degrease engines before. So all that stuff, you know, that's that's for me. Hers is very niche, and certain if, things. And if she walks in and finds you putting a half-sized dollar wallop, of her expensive hair mousse, well, not that you would use the mousse, but the shampoo. What are you doing with my shampoo? You need she your has. own shampoo. Okay, you can flip that. There's probably a lot of husbands listening that that start to get enraged when they find that their their wife has sort of taken the razor from the little drawer in their bathroom and it has walked legs into the shower because whoever makes. His and her razors out there in the stratosphere of the world. I don't know why you don't just go ahead and put P 
pink colors on just the male razor. Don't try to change it because whatever y'all do for the male face razors is a much higher quality than the crap you give us on the girly side. So just help us with the war in our own bathrooms in terms of with relationships and just mask the same razor and just put flowers on it on this side that way i feel like (laughs) getting equal i'm getting equal because they're not equal for for whatever reason men's razors work better than all the whatever you get on the other side it seems like it would like they would do that my wife steals my razor all the time and i'm one Mm -hmm. i'm very organized and everything has its place and that's where it goes and so when i walk in the bathroom and something's missing i know that she's had a part in it mm-hmm. because I place everything back to where it is. And sure enough, she's got my razor and she, she, uses, she the, uses the men razor. Does she give you the courtesy of letting you know that no, she used it? No, 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 no. <laughs> she just tries That's to insanity. slide it back in there. No, she, she puts it back on her side. Oh. I don't even. I, have oh, to go well, search she's for open it. with it then. Yeah, I have to go search for it. She's totally open with it in that respect. In the kitchen, though, do y'all have like his and her anything specific when it comes to your grocery list? Uh, drinks. Mm-hmm. We are we separate completely on drinks. Uh, I don't touch hers. She doesn't touch mine. Uh, That's so funny. The other thing is jelly. For some reason. She likes homemade jelly. If not homemade jelly, it has to be grape jelly. I'm a strawberry guy. Uh, that's all I like. I How don't want to deal with crab apple or whatever it is. It's eaten in the East House. Well, I mean, we go through it, you know. Peanut butter and jelly? Peanut butter and jelly. Same peanut butter. Same peanut butter. Just different jellies. Different jellies. <laughs> Everything else is the same, though, because I, I'm not particular on what I eat, so... Like most guys, I just eat whatever is available. That's what I'm eating that day. And so she's a little bit more specific about her tastes. So those are the only two things that I can think of off the top of my head where we're kind of particular on. I appreciate Matt's um, response in the Good Things Facebook group. He said his and hers. I didn't know that was an option. It's always been hers and hers in my house. I thought about having a choice about three years ago, and she fixed that problem which is kind of true too because usually guys are you guys are a little bit more gentle if we do move in your territory like if i ate my husband's peanut butter we wouldn't have an issue we have an issue if i look in he eats your eight dollar peanut butter or whatever it is and he'll be like but i didn't have any i'm like find something (laughs) else to eat (laughs) you let us know on the ceasefire text line 601-879-4395 in your household is there a his and hers or a mine and theirs separation of things or spaces that more coming up next Imagine waking up, finding out you had a stroke while you slept. That's what happened to me. My wife called 911 and helped me get to St. Dominic's for tests. I went straight into surgery and they removed an inch-long clot from my brain. That's what saved my life. I could barely speak that day, but I've made a full recovery. 
Now I just want to praise the Lord and say thank you, St. Dominic's. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is your truck and Jeep headquarters. Yep, you heard that right. Your truck and Jeep HQ. Whether you're looking for a two-wheel drive, 4x4, or a diesel, come check out our amazing truck selection. Every brand, every size, lifted and customized. We've got them. And don't forget about our amazing selection of Jeeps. We have Wranglers, Unlimited, Hard Tops, Soft Tops, lifted and kitted Jeeps for you to choose from. We're sure to have exactly what you're looking for. Because we are your truck and Jeep HQ. Bad credit, no credit, it doesn't matter. Our credit Specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle, and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. What are you waiting for? Get to your truck and Jeep HQ at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. See you for details with. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, Watkins Construction, Inc. This is the closing agri market report. At the close in our cotton exchange, July cotton was down 119 to 88.47. October cotton was down 98 to 87.43. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade, July soybeans were down two and a quarter to 1587 and a half per bushel. August soybeans were down eight and three quarters to 1528 and three quarters per bushel. July corn was down 20 and a half to 711 and three quarters per bushel. September corn was down 25 and three quarters to 629 per bushel. At the mercantile, June live cattle was up 220 to 118.22. August live cattle was up 150 to 120.35. August feeders up 442 to 148.70. September feeders up 402 to 150.07. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 99 points, 34,877. I'm Dick. Williams and this is the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. Mississippians, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert, weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. 
delay on planning a Mississippi adventure today. You can do that over at visitmississippi.org. And the Gallo Show will be at King's Daughters Medical Center in Brookhaven coming up on Wednesday, promoting the National Hospital Week and to discuss the overall health care that King's Daughter provides their community. So that's the Gallo Show coming up on Wednesday from 6 to 9 in the main lobby at King's Daughter Medical Center on Highway 51 in Brookhaven. And then be sure to join Super Talk Mississippi Live this Saturday with Garden Mama and the Handyman. They will be broadcasting live from 8 until noon at Ace Bolton Screws Gledstat location. So there will be plenty of door prizes and pizza from Sal and Mookie's of Madison. So come out and support this local business and see what they have to offer. That's this Saturday at Ace Bolt and Screw in Gledstat. It's going to be a fun day. And we're having a fun day here on Good Things, talking about the difference between his and hers or mine and theirs in your house. Once you start to think about it, you're like, man, we really do have a lot of separation of things. And usually it's the same thing. You just have different ones for each person. But Loretta in West Point says her husband has his broccoli Salmon and Brussels Brussels sprouts. Sounds like he's on a health kick. However, he's always eating my chips, cookies, and trail mix. I'm going with her. (laughs) Well, you always have, you don't always, (laughs) but in a relationship, if one gets the health bug over the other, the other one's never going to be dipping into your carrot sticks and broccoli for snacks. But every now and then, you will find... The other one's stash of junk food slowly going down faster because, yeah. well, you know, you get hungry and life kicks in. And sometimes you just need a chip or a cookie or a trail mix for sure. JB in the Delta says drinking hers. Let me see. Water. Mine comes from the faucet. Hers is that San Pellegrino that is not sold in the town we live. So she has no worries about about drinking about me drinking hers. Okay, so there has been if if you if you I actually got I think Will is on this train of the yes. sparkling sparkling waters the um, the ones that come in a can. I get so tickled because my husband says it's it tastes like fruit tooted in there. <laughs> And because it, it just leaves like that lingering thing. So I know, JB, how you feel because there are certain things that I can buy that I do enjoy that I do not have to worry about him or the kids or anybody else wanting to drink them. And the sparkling waters is definitely on that list. My daughter, if I'll bring in a new flavor, she never fails. She wants to try it because she thinks magically she's going to like it this go around. And every time, ugh. I'm like, yes, I have found. Yeah. Maybe you- I'm, I'm in the same boat, only I'm the one that drinks the sparkling water at yeah. my house. My wife could be, she could be dying of thirst. <laughs> she would rather drink water out of a mud puddle than drink the seltzer water or whatever the heck it is that I bought Carbonated from water. Kroger or wherever. Yeah. Yeah, and well, but it goes two ways because my husband has figured out after all these years, and I'm a very open lush, but I do have my boundaries. And so there are certain beverages that I just would rather stay sober <laughs> than, than partake in. And so he makes sure that he stocks his side of the beer fridge with the particular types and name brands that he knows. I'm like, eh, 
give me my sparkling water. I can totally, you can completely, you can have that side. Yeah. I'm not going in there. That is that is for you and you alone. And so you don't have to worry about me crossing that barrier. And here's another thing there, JB, I uh, found out is because I buy that stuff, it comes in its own packaging, you know, like a, the box or whatever, is uh, I usually hide the treats in there too, candy. Uh, this past Halloween. You know she listens to good things, right? She's not listening right now. Uh, last Halloween, I had some Halloween candy left over. The good stuff, the Snickers bars and stuff, I st- stuck them in one of those boxes. She never touched it. Never so, touched it. So it's funny you mentioned that because we have a nice walk-in pantry. And so you got to remember our our daughter's eight and then two. My husband adores Reese's Cups. Him and my daughter love them both. They're the thing they go for if if there's a bag of candy. And I look up, and at the very top, there is a mound of Reese's Cups. He's (laughs) 6'3", that only he can reach. And I called him out on it. I was like, have you been picking out the Reese's Cups and putting them higher? And he said, well, they're open to anybody that can find them. I was like, you are a little turd. They have since been relocated and reallocated, so everybody in the house can have some Reese's Cups. (laughs) The conversation never ends over on the Good Things Facebook group. We would love to have you there. But you got more coming up next. you got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back with you tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find a little time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.